Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Because my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome everybody to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and the USA Today Network. I'm your host, Art Stapleton, and it is early Saturday morning. Uh, we had a storm hit down at Ford Field, had to make your way back to our hotel and everything else. But the preseason number one for the Giants is in the books. A 21-16 loss to the Detroit Lions. But in terms of the things that the Giants wanted to see from their core players, those that stood on the sideline and watched and cheered on the teammates, which was mostly the starters, and the players that were in the game, especially the rookies, uh, I think they saw what they wanted to see. Now, let's do a quick rundown. Uh, Figured we'd get you a little bit of a reaction podcast. Hopefully you'll hear it tonight tomorrow or even Sunday, but here's where we stand. Number one, I thought the biggest thing to come out was John Michael Schmitz, rookie center, uh, played an entire half. I think he did well. Uh, There were no apparent communication issues. Uh, It was pretty loud in Ford Field for a preseason game, Uh, and a lot of that is the noise inside the building. So I think Schmitz dealt with that pretty well. It's not to say he doesn't he hasn't had experience playing in big crowds, but the NFL situation is a little different. You know, you think about it, you're a rookie, you're affected more now than as a you know, four-year veteran. Um, so I thought it was interesting that the Giants had Ben Bredesen play right guard. I think part of that was to have Bredesen on the field. Uh, just in case there were communication issues in the huddle. Uh, I think he was there as backup. Now, granted, Bredesen could play right guard or left guard. I think he's going to be the starter at left guard. Uh, I know there are fans who hope that he competes and could beat out Mark Glowinski at right guard and have Joshua Azudu play left guard. Uh, I don't believe that's in the cards right now, uh, but we'll see down the road especially if Glowinski doesn't play well. Um, but I don't know why that is an assumption. Uh, I think the guy is a, a, you know, a solid veteran. And sometimes you need solid veterans, especially when you have a second-year right tackle in Evan Neal who could use some support, and then you're going to have a rookie center in John Michael Schmitz. So that was a good thing. I think uh, the Giants will be very happy that Schmitz, the way he came through, uh, 
Let's talk rookie corners. Adoree Jackson did not play. He's resting on the sideline. Uh, Deontay Banks and Trey Hawkins III were the two starting corners on the boundary. Darnay Holmes started in the slot, and then Cordell Flock came in after him. Uh, I thought Banks played well. Uh, there was the one play to Jamison Williams where Williams ran a very difficult route for Banks to stick with him with that speed. Uh, and Banks did stick with him. He was from behind him. And Williams kind of felt his pressure and dropped the ball, dropped a pass that would have been potentially a touchdown, maybe stopped inside the 10-yard line. Um, Banks also had another pass breakup later. So this is a good week for Deontay Banks, in my opinion. Hawkins competed. I think that's the best thing you could say. He gave up a couple catches to his side. He broke up a couple passes. Uh, and I think, you know, the two rookie corners are, um, you know, at that point, they got out of this week what they needed to get. Um Let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Okay, now the injuries. is unfortunate. Colin Johnson, wide receiver, suffers a knee injury. We don't know the severity. Um, I was watching him on the sideline a little bit. Uh, he didn't seem he was in that he was in too much pain, but sometimes these things can be misleading, so you don't want to read into it too much. Uh, but a knee injury one year after – rupturing his Achilles in practice. Uh, I thought he was on the bubble to begin with. I thought Colin Johnson would be somebody that the Giants would look to get to the practice squad. Now, obviously, there's a bigger concern if he goes for scans and it, show, it shows damage in his knee. You hope that's not the case, but that's certainly something to keep, to keep in mind and to watch. Let's talk about Cordell Flott. Uh, he had a great play as a gunner, downing J Jamie Gillen's uh, punt inside the 10. Uh, he had a pass breakup in which he was beaten in the end zone and then actually regained positioning and ended up getting a pass breakup in the end zone. And on that play, he suffered an abdominal, abdominal issue. Uh, we'll see how serious it is, um, but... You know, Flott was kind of an uneven performance, the way things worked. And now for the story of the game, which doesn't necessarily affect the Giants in 2023, but it was a cool story nonetheless. Tommy DeVito, quarterback, I wrote about him uh, back in the spring and then wrote a story on him Friday morning. I hope you guys had a chance to read that. DeVito comes in as the third-string quarterback. He's hoping to make a bid to stick around as the practice squad quarterback and played pretty well. Throws a touchdown. The touchdown goes to Tommy Sweeney, who also is a Bosco grad. They were actually at Bosco at the same time. Sweeney was a senior and DeVito was a freshman. So they were teammates within the program. They never played varsity together. Uh, but I think at this point, it's a good story. DeVito throws the touchdown to Sweeney, takes the football home, and 
that's kind of the way things went. Um, you know, I know people are stressing out about how Corey, Han- Corey Cunningham did gave up sacks. I mean, I can't believe Julian Aquara and Romeo Aquara are playing in the fourth quarter against third and fourth stringers. It was kind of crazy. They ended up with four sacks total, three for Julian, one for Romeo. So that was kind of weird. Um, I guess that's how deep the Lions are. Uh, but when you look at that and then that punt return, I think if you look back and you go back and look at that, the people who are in that coverage unit, maybe one is on the roster, and that's Jamie Gillum, the punter. Um, you had your backup long snapper on the field. Casey Kreider was not there, uh, and you had other guys. So the most frustrating part for Brian Dable was the fact that they only had 10 men on the field. Uh, so that was the problem. Um, that's why he was so angry. Obviously, he it's not that he was, wasn't angry uh, for the punt return for a touchdown, but you kind of got to look at that situation and say, okay, it's it's a big play that was given up by, by guys who may or may not be on this roster past next week, let alone to the final cuts on August 29th. Um, so overall for this week for the Giants – Jason Pinnock had a good week. Pinnock, again, had a big game. Five five plays. He had an interception. He had a tackle for loss. And then he had a pass breakup on fourth down. That was a turnover on downs. He has solidified himself as the safety next to Xavier McKinney in the starting lineup. I don't think there's any question. Uh, I came away impressed this week with Deontay Banks. I thought another rookie, Jordan Riley, uh, looked very good on the interior of the defense. Uh, that was all week in practice. And then tonight against the Lions, different level of competition, obviously. But you know what? Riley flashed a little bit against the ones on Wednesday. So uh, he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Um, so that about wraps up the week in Detroit. Hope you guys enjoyed all the coverage. And we will be back Next week, hopefully we get that DeVito Sweeney interview. That would be fun. And we will be back with next week's All In as the Giants get ready to practice all week and then play Carolina in their preseason home opener uh, next weekend. So that about does it. We appreciate you being all in. And that's why we're all in with our coverage of the New York Giants. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast 
set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.